Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Lunch Table Podcast. In this episode, of course, we're going to review Andor Episode 5. If you guys make it to the end, please remember to like and share. It'll really help our channel grow. And check out our other playlists as well. But Dylan, tell us your initial thoughts of Andor Episode 5. Yeah, I mean, not too much to go over. I mean, it felt kind of like a filler episode, in my opinion. Um, but we do kind of get, like, you know, more insight on, like, some of the rebels that Andor is with. Um, we see uh, a little bit of Cyril again and what he's up to and what the ISB is up to as well. Mon Mothma, we kind of saw, like, what's her, like, you know, family situation going on. But, yeah, um, overall, it was an okay episode, but uh, I didn't think too much about it. It's kind of setting up the pieces for this big heist that we're going to probably see next episode. Um, but what did you think about episode five? Yeah, I thought, you know, I, I, I consider the show kind of like a slow burn. It's very different from any Star Wars property we've ever seen. And I appreciate it. Um, yeah, does, is, does it come off a little bit boring? Sometimes, yeah, for the average, like, Star Wars goer. But I think if you stick around, it adds something uh, pretty cool and new to the Star Wars universe. And I think that's great. And I think I, I will say this, a lot of other Star Wars properties can learn from it, uh, just in terms of, like, dialogue delivery and stuff like that. For the most part, I think, though, being slow is kind of like in the DNA of this Andor series thus far. Because episode one uh, was all right. Episode two, pretty boring. Episode three was not the best action but it is what it is and, and last episode and this episode was like a slow build so i wonder if next episode we'll actually try to dive into that heist finally and we'll probably see a lot of casualties but yeah let's get right into it so starting off we <laughs> i know me and you keep laughing about cyril uh with the mom I, it felt like he was like forever there in that apartment just eating cereal um so <laughs> we start off with him but for the most part not a lot going on there. But I wanted to ask your thoughts on the dynamic of of uh, of Mon Mothma's family. Because I didn't know she had a daughter. I, I, I don't know if you're aware of that, but I didn't know she had a daughter. I didn't know. So Yeah, we don't. I mean, in lore, I'm sure there's probably like more on Mon Mothma and like, you know, her backstory. But for the most part, you know, she's kind of like a character that, you know, we get mentions of. I mean, obviously, she's part of the original trilogy and she's an important part of the, the New Republic. But we never get like, you know, inside you know her her backstory and and certain star wars characters we don't even like see like what their their normal life is like right especially like you know senators and the republic we just kind of like see them you know at their job like probably like meetings or something but we never see like the the domestic aspect of it so i think it's so interesting that they decided to show like what her life is like by like behind the scenes and she's kind of has like this dysfunctional family that kind of kind of like I don't know. It feels like they're kind of like like sucking up to the empire a little bit, and she's the only one that has like a clear head about what's going on. And her husband just kind of like in denial, and her husband kind of feels like this, I don't know, corporate asshole. He doesn't even remember like what their driver's name is, right? So, and you know, he wants to be closer to his wife, but I think she's kind of like distant because I think she knows where his true loyalties lie. And her daughter, I think, like maybe she has like. I don't know, maybe she's living this privileged life on, like, Coruscant that she doesn't really, like, understand, like, what her mom is, like, trying to do for people that are, that don't live like them. Um, but I, th I thought it was, like, really fascinating that they, they explored more of her character. But what, what did you think about it? Yeah, I mean, I, it's funny. I feel like I've seen something like this before. I just can't put my finger on it. And I think that's a great thing because when you think of Star Wars, you don't really think of that. And so finally we get to see something like this and it's so 
casual, so normal kind of under, you know, this guise of like this grand thing that's going to happen. Um, uh, well, one thing I must say is I was really impressed. Finally, we get to see like the inside of like, uh, I don't know, whatever they had, that car thing in Coruscant, just the inner workings. Like, that's what I'm saying. I, lo- I love the show that like... It kind of shows you the little stuff, right? That little intercom. It's world building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's natural. It's yeah, not it's... like this huge thing, right? It's it's just like everyday type of stuff. Like even the stuff in that um, uh, relics shop, right? Um, that I think Luthen or something was, is like running or whatever. I could have sworn I saw a holocron Me too. in that shop, I thought, by the way. I, I could have sworn I saw. <laughs> and maybe that's an Easter egg. Yeah, maybe that's actually an Easter Probably. egg. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, but, I just yeah, I think it's cool. Yeah, yeah the, they, they show so much of, right. of Coruscant. Right, know? right. Yeah. And the lighting too was pretty good. I think the CGI here was actually really good. I mean, compared to She-Hulk, well, you know, they only have to worry about no, one lady, but not much of a comparison. <laughs> but yeah, I know. But I agree. Yeah, I think it's interesting. Like um like I said before, like it's great that we see Coruscant again, but we see it like in a different limelight. I think like when we I think our perception of Coruscant is so based on um the prequels and it was always like really sunny out or like you know they only showed they showed like the underworld of Coruscant but we never see like the very like prestigious like like how the senators live maybe like in the Clone Wars but like never like in live action so I think it's cool like especially like Mon Mothma you know she comes from like high status so her car obviously is not going to be like the the one that Anakin was like driving in in um Attack of the Clones. It's not some busted up uh, shoes. <laughs> the shoe, <laughs> some like fake like Mercedes or some shit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, going into some of the other characters uh, in this episode. So yeah, uh, we see mentioned Cyril. Uh, so he's he's back with his mom, and uh, she's apparently like setting him. That, that such like felt like such an episode of Rami or some shit. I kept thinking like Uncle Nassim was gonna show up <laughs> and make Cyril like a jeweler or some All right, shit. He's a honeybee. <laughs> Right. But uh, what do you think, like, what's going on in his mind? Because obviously, you know, he's kind of like disgraced, you know, he's embarrassed about, you know, what happened. And he obviously blames everything on, on Andor. Um, but what do you, where do you think his journey will will take this this series? I think somehow he has to meet Andor. And I think somehow he has to meet that other lady they introduced the last episode. I can't really put my finger on a name right at the moment. But I... Deidre? What? The security lady, Deidre? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think that they might meet somehow. And then he's going to get, like, in that section of wherever they are. Um, but I think I don't think he's going to like it as much. I, I really think, like, he's going to be, like, like we were talking about earlier, kind of like a turncoat or something. Um, I could see that, right? And I think he just needed to be humbled at first. Whereas Deidre, I don't know, maybe she's going to take it too far. And she'll reflect on a side of the Empire where, you know, people are so loyal that and it's really because for selfish causes they just want to you know be big in the empire right uh, rise up the ranks and with him he realizes probably later on so I think he's actually gonna be like a pretty cool character kind of like Alice uh, we were mentioned before too like in Rebels um, mm-hmm. you know I for the most part I think so it's weird because like for the, this episode didn't it was really like not a lot going on with Cyril like this episode it was just like a discussion that that with him eating cereal for like two days because that's how the editing really seemed cereal <laughs> eating cereal <laughs> exactly i think that that was intentional <laughs> yeah but what else what else did you think um uh what do you think cereal's gonna like i said cereal what do you think cyril's gonna get into <laughs> 
Uh, I don't know. I mean, the only thing he really knows is like, I guess, like administration or like security. So maybe you're right. Maybe he finds like his uncle hooks him up. I was going to say at the, uh, at the mall. Or yeah, I know. <laughs> we just got off Rami. If you guys want to check right. out our review of that too. <laughs> Please watch it. Yeah. Um, but no, maybe, maybe he gets like a job working, you know, like for the empire again, like maybe he gets a, a second chance and maybe you're right. Maybe he does like end up meeting DJ. I could see it. Cause like, why else are you going to make so much of his character? Like so involved in this series, uh, if you're not going to give him a bigger role. Right. So I think eventually he might uh, meet Andor maybe he does like defect or he becomes like a mole um because i think he's he's such a loyalist to the empire and i think he truly believes in like you know order and security and stuff like that so uh, i i'm not sure but we'll have to keep watching to find out but i think yeah definitely like somehow he's gonna he's gonna find his way back to to how he was doing things earlier right i mean he kind of you know feels bad too because he was kind of responsible for what's happening to his planet now, as we saw, like the empire is like taking over and they're kind of like setting up, you know, like a headquarters. Um, and Deidre also, she's kind of like, you know, following her instincts. Like, I think she, she, maybe she has like good intentions. Like maybe she also like kind of like believes in like security too, but like, you know, it's the empire, right? So at the end of the day, they're still the bad guys, but maybe she's like trying to follow her gut about like these rebels and maybe she finds them somehow. Um, but speaking of the rebels, like, what did you think of like seeing like that, um, that scene with like Andor and Skeen was like a big part of this episode. Um, and I want to ask you, like, what did you think, like, um, his tattoos like represented? Yeah. Uh, for, so that was a great interaction too. I just loved, I, I just loved him in this episode. It was really intense, but I could relate a lot with him. Um, he's really like down to earth, but yet, you know, he has a motivation of like revenge above re revenge. And I think a lot of people do. So that reflects on a lot of people who's just angry at the empire for taking their family and their land. Um, and the empire takes a lot of people land. Like they never really got into that, but like, they don't just take it. They like fuck it up on purpose or something to make it unusable. So yeah, I mean, I like the interaction. The tattoos, uh, it's funny, we haven't seen much, many tattoos. I mean, obviously, except Darth Maul. Um, yeah, I think that he must have been like a part of like a slave thing or something like that. And that was like a way of like identifying kind of like cattle, right? Um, mm -hmm. And then within there, uh, he gained some brothers or sisters or whatever, right? And I think that's what it means, right? You need... You need uh, all fingers to form the hand and you guys could grasp on each other or something cheesy like that. What do you think? Yeah, I think the tattoos, I mean, they said crate head. It sounded like it was like a gang or some shit, but mm -hmm. I, I kind of took it as like it was like an homage kind of like towards the Holocaust, like how the yeah the Jewish people had like numbers. So maybe those he was like part of like a concentration camp or something. That's how like he lost his brother too. Um but the other tattoo is the interesting one. It's it's like like you said by the hand. I don't know if that's like a cult or like a brotherhood or something. Um, I kind of wish they like explore more on that because it sounds like it's it sounds really interesting. I thought maybe it was like a reference to like Mandalorians or something or something deeper. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, so they're kind of setting up for this big heist now, and Andor kind of like reveals that you know, he's doing this for money and there's kind of like a mistrust now. Uh, so what do you predict will happen in the next episode? Yeah, full heist, full heist. I think someone's going to die, but 
it's it's expected. Um, there, there's going to be like a good amount of casualties. Um, he, here's a little trick: the people who who spoke the most, right, during these characters, when these characters were introduced, right, the people who spoke the most are going to probably be the ones who survive, <laughs> rather than like the other people on the side. At least that's how I see it. So I think, yeah, I think there's going to be casualties, but I think it's going to propel us forward. Uh, to the next episodes because again we have 12 episodes in total um, and it can't revolve all around the heist so probably just trying to go incognito or something right so yeah what do you mm -hmm. think I actually think it's going to be opposite I think the people who talk the most are most likely to die because usually in some like shows they set up this character only to like make it like their final like speech like Nemec I really feel like is going to die because like he talked so much about like freedom and rebellion in this episode so maybe they're kind of like setting him up like maybe like he's the only way like they can escape or some shit. And so he's like, is it why are you going to like make this whole team uh, like with high stakes if one of them is not going to die? Right. That's how I see it. Um, we still haven't seen like anything with like uh, the clones because we saw them in the trailers, but we haven't really seen them yet. And we haven't seen like any stormtroopers, too. So I wonder, like, where do the clones fit? Are they like a flashback or are they part of like the current, you know, world right now? Um, so I'm just interested to see like where where they fit in, and also we haven't seen K2SO either. So I wonder if uh, Andor will finally get to meet him in the in the the base next episode. But yeah, that's uh that's my final thoughts on this episode. Uh, how would you rate it? Yeah, I would rate it like a like a nine out of ten. Or so, how would you rate it? I'd probably give it a seven. I mean, it was kind of lackluster for me, but it was still pretty good. Okay. All right, people, <laughs> that's the review. <laughs> I mean, if you guys like the video, please, again, give it a like. And also check out our other reviews. I keep saying this, and I hope you really make it to the end, and we greatly appreciate you, right? After this, we're actually going to review Handmaid's Tale, a great series thus far and a great episode. Um, we have plenty of content coming up. As I always say, plenty of movies to review. This Friday, we're actually going to review Hellraiser and Werewolf by Night, which is really exciting. But Dylan, please take us away. Yeah, spooky season's coming up, guys. We have a lot of cool, like, halloween theme episodes coming out after our Andor and Handmaid's Tale review. We're still kind of closing in on She-Hulk, so we have another review coming uh, tomorrow. And if you haven't already checked out our other videos, we just, like Akram said, we just reviewed Rami Season 3. We just reviewed Dahmer on Netflix, um, and also uh, the animated movie Enter Galactic on Netflix as well. So a lot of content if you haven't already caught up. But thank you guys so much for tuning in, and until then, may the force be with you. May the force be with you. See you guys. Nice.